When investigators concluded that people were being killed for their organs for transplant surgeries in China, one of the most glaring indicators was that the numbers just don't add up. For example, in just five years, China suddenly rose to be second in the world in the number of organ transplants. And the shocking thing about that is they went from doing a few hundred a year to thousands a year to ten thousands a year in such a short period of time. With no effective national donation system, where have all the organs been coming from? In the first video you saw this diagram. How did we get these figures? The Chinese Deputy Minister of Health, Huan Jiefu, gave this presentation in 2010. He said China carries out a total of 10,000 transplants per year, and that 3,000 a year are from living relatives, for example, donating a kidney. That leaves a total of 7,000 organ transplants from the deceased. Of those, the deputy health minister said that 90% come from executed prisoners. 90% of 7,000 would mean that 6,300 of the so-called donated organs would have to come from executed prisoners, leaving 700 from other deceased donors. But China does not have an effective national organ donation system like most Western countries do. According to the China Medical Organ Transplant Association, in 2006, there were only around nine brain-dead donors. That's a long way from 700. Now, the number of criminal executions in China is classified as a state secret, but a lot of groups make estimates. We looked at Amnesty International's numbers from 1995 to 2008 when they stopped publishing estimates. On average, it's around 1,700 criminal executions a year. That's where we got the numbers you saw in our first video. Of course, you could go by higher estimates. In 2009, the Douaihua Foundation put the number at 5,000. But even so, that's simply not enough people to meet the supposed 7,000 transplanted organs from the deceased, the number implied by China's deputy health minister. And that's not even considering that the blood type would have to match the transplant recipients, and that the organs of all those executed prisoners would have to be healthy. So where do the rest of the organs come from? Well, we're left with prisoners of conscience. That is, people the Chinese regime persecutes for their political or religious beliefs, like Tibetans, Uyghurs, House Christians, and especially Falun Gong practitioners. These two Canadians were the first to investigate the allegations. When compiling this book, Bloody Harvest, they calculated that there were 41,500 transplants done between 2000 and 2005 in China that had no other explained source except Falun Gong practitioners. Later, David Maidus estimated that for 10,000 transplants a year, it would break down roughly like this. Various investigators have different estimates, but they all agree on one point. The majority of organs are taken from Falun Gong practitioners. We know that in China, there's no formal distribution center, so that when someone dies in the northeast of China, there's no way to get those organs all the way to the southeast of China. They don't have that type of a system. So while there's persecution of other groups in certain areas, whether it's Tibetans or the Uyghurs happen in some areas, Falun Gong practitioners have been persecuted all around the country. And we know that since they're the largest group of prisoners of conscience today in China, and we know that there's such a large distribution of them, the greatest numbers have to be coming from Falun Gong practitioners. There are other ways to make estimates too. Unlike David Maidas and David Kilgore, investigative journalist Ethan Gutman decided not to rely on official Chinese statistics. Instead, he relied on witnesses, refugees who have been imprisoned for practicing Falun Gong. I decided to approach this a very different way. I interviewed a sample of 50. Okay, that is my base sample. Now, that is not a high number, 
but in wartime that would be considered a perfectly legitimate number to make some kind of uh, study. There are between three and five million total prisoners in China's Laogai system according to a third-party estimate that Gutman uses. That system includes prisons, labor camps, black jails, and other detention centers. He asked his subjects how many people were in their prison cells or in areas they could see and roughly how many of them were Falun Gong practitioners. That led him to these numbers, 15 to 20 percent of the low and high Laogai population estimates. And some of Gutman's interview subjects had an unusual experience. Of the people I interviewed, of these refugees from labor camp and prison and so forth, uh, had undergone a very unusual medical examination, usually many times. And this medical examination was not about anything but their retail organs. It wasn't about the person's health. These were people examined as candidates for organ harvesting. Of those, Gutman estimated that between 5 and 30 percent were actually selected and killed for their organs. And out of that, I come out with a range, and the middle of that range happens to be 65,000 people. It's not an absolute number. It's not a number that I, I wouldn't be surprised if it changed uh, a bit more, a bit less. Uh, but I think it's reasonably accurate. And I, more than that, I don't have to rely on any Chinese numbers whatsoever to establish that number. Gutman also points out that among investigators, including David Maidas, there's a remarkable convergence in the estimates at around 50,000 over the past eight years. Those are the numbers, but there's a lot more to learn as more evidence comes out. Check out our other videos to learn more about this topic from a different angle. I'm Milan Fernandez. Thanks for watching.